Hello everyone, welcome to the Re-Evolved Media Revolution podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity and a lifetime. My name is Jordan Lewis, and today we are joined by a returning special guest, New King, an underground hip-hop artist from Vancouver. I always like to reference the idea that if we could see our lives from start to finish, we might be able to understand the significance of each moment how things seem to line up perfectly or fall apart in ways that just make sense in the grand scheme. However, as simple mortals with only the ability to reference the past and speculate on the future, we often get caught up in where we have been, what we are doing, and what might happen. There's nothing intrinsically wrong with that. In fact, it's incredibly human. However, it does become an issue when we obsess over things. I like to play this game in my own head where I recall the most embarrassing moments in my life or otherwise things that I regret. In those moments of recall, I experience a similar negative emotion to how I felt during those occurrences uh, and when they were actually relevant. Conversely, I reminisce on the highlights of my life and favorite parts of my unique story almost to the authenticity of experiencing those glories again in my head. The incredible, powerful, and complex operation of the human mind never ceases to amaze me. This awareness has helped me when I make assumptions about the future, good or bad. How those thoughts arouse an incredible variety of emotion and possibility, but how that reality exists purely in my head. The truth is, I am not the things that have happened to me or the things that are going to happen to me. I am who I am right now. Who I was and who I am going to be has relevance during the time frame which they affect me. And that time frame is truly up to me. What I do with that information is also up to me. This interview with New King helps me realize that truth. Enjoy. Uh, what is up, everyone? I'm here with James, a.k.a. New King, out of Vancouver, B.C., uh, currently in uh, Tacoma, Washington, back home, celebrating, getting off celebrating New Year's with the family. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing good, bro. Thank you for having me once again. It's been way too long since we did this. It has been, man. I, I was actually just looking at our past recordings, and it, 2021 was the last recording, and I can't believe it. Bro, I don't even remember what I did in 2021. Right? 2023 now. Man, but yo, 2022, oh man, I can't tell if it dragged on too long or now it almost seems like a blur, but like, how was it for you personally and as an artist? You know, 2022, I was actually talking with my producer the other day and we decided, we, we concluded that 22 was the year of learning. We learned a lot of new things that we can now use, you know, this year to propel ourselves forward. And I really thought it was going to be the year of like growth and exponential growth. But I think that got delayed to this year because there were so many things, there are so many holes we needed to fill. And I think we finally did that. Man, I, I hear you on that. Because I think I remember, I don't know if it was our conversation specifically, but I remember a lot of people in 2021 were like, uh, all right, 2021 is the year of like kind of uh, stepping back and looking at what needs to be done. And then 2022 is the year we crush it. But uh, would you say learning or, or lessons from 2022? Like, was it intentional learning? Yeah, we spent a lot of time, like if I can break it down more specifically, it's more about the business side of things. For sure. Man, man I'm always in this position. Uh, you probably understand this. You, you probably get it. But it's like once you learn something, you think you've got a grasp for it, and you're like, man, I'm ready to go. Then it's like along the way, you find that there are 100 other things that you now need to learn because you learn. It's like you unlock 
a door. And then once you get past that door, there's a hundred other doors to learn from. And you're like, ah, that's kind of where I was in 2022. I hear you, man. But that's the thing is our industry, it's, it's constantly moving and there's so many elements to it. Right. So like as soon as you learn something, you learn a bunch of other things that you got to learn and you learn where that part of the industry is going as well. And you got to figure out how to get ahead of it somehow. Exactly, man. And I don't know how familiar you are with like AI technology, but a lot of me and my friends are stressing because we're seeing how fast it's learning and being able to do some of our jobs. So it's about being ahead of the curve, you know? It's so crazy you say that, man, because that's the last question I have in my notes here that I put on just while I was waiting for you. And it's so funny that that's the first thing we're going to talk about now. Because oh, uh, that's going to be that's going to be a conversation. Let me tell you, dude, I'm curious what your thoughts are, because the way that I phrased the question, it was literally the last thing I wrote is like, OK, how do you feel about AI entering the creative sphere? Because we've all seen what it can do already. And the potential is literally infinite. I'm not saying artists will become obsolete, but there are certain elements that are now or, or now if you implement them can be completely taken over by AI. No, 100 percent. man. I. I didn't know how fast it was growing until I was, I was doing some kind of editing. I was editing some video a couple months ago and I, I put it into this program and I was editing it and I was like, man, so many of these effects, they look so good. And I remember two, three years ago trying to do those same exact effects would take you hours on end. Absolutely. Now we're at that point where AI can just scan your face, do everything for you, apply those effects and boom, in like 10 seconds, you did something that might take someone else two, three hours minimum to get done. And I'm just seeing, I was just seeing that. And I was like, wow, this is, it's going so fast. Like you don't really think about it, right? You get so caught up in your heart and you're caught, about work, caught up in working hard. And then you sit there and you realize, oh, there's this computer that's just learned everything I did in like 10 minutes. Absolutely. And that's almost like the transition between like people actually playing instruments in a studio to now us having entire studios just in our digital audio workstations, you know? Yeah, man, exactly. And I'm not quite, I'm not really afraid of AI though. You know, I think it's just a way for us to pivot and it evens the playing field a little bit. Absolutely. I do believe that, you know, we'll be at a point where AI is going to be able to generate videos for us and create instrumentals and do mixing and mastering, whereas it'll be easily accessible to everyone. I think the next level of artists is going to be who can create a brand, who can create something that's going to last. Sorry. That's okay. Um, it's just about creating a brand that will last, right? A name that's going to stand out from the rest because if the playing field is leveled out and everyone can do the same things at a high level, it's about who can use AI to help their brands and get to the next step faster. You know, because there'll be new problems. It's like we were saying earlier, one door will always lead to another. And so once we get past this initial step, it's about being able to analyze what comes next and being able to problem solve and be innovative so that we can continue to evolve. Right. So um, I think the AI thing that I have the most experience with or have seen the most and kind of stunned me was the uh, ability for them to create graphic creations and stuff like that. And you mentioned uh, video editing for AI. So previously, we would hire a graphic designer or hire an editor or like even, even for us, we'd study mixing and mastering and do all that stuff. But now you have various programs that can do that for you. Are we, are we going from needing a team and needing those skills ourselves to just having a bunch of programs that do it all for us, that we just kind of enter in specific parameters and then allow them to do the work? Or wh- where do you think uh, we were, we are, and where it's going? 
So from personal experience, me and my producer, Lomax, we had two, three graphic designers at one point making yeah. stuff for us constantly, right? And initially I thought, okay, we might not need anybody because, hey, we have access to Canva, we have access to AI, we can generate and create these images. But what we concluded and what we told our graphic designers is, hey, this AI is out and it can generate these images faster. So instead of firing these individuals, we still believe in their talent and their eye for things. So when we told them about these different devices and these different, this different technology, we kind of looked at it like, hey, yes, we could generate these images, but the reason why we hired a graphic designer in the first place is because they have a vision, they have the ability to create something that we might not have an eye for. So even though we can easily create a graphic, it might still not be as good as the ideas that these other people can generate. So they might be able to use that same AI and create something that we didn't even think about because they're in that field. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So they're still kind of the head of their department or the, the head of their area of that operation for your brand. Exactly. It's not about AI now. It's about who can use AI the best. And so yeah. in our eyes... Yeah, it's, in our eyes, it's about like, hey, these guys are really smart and we see that we know that they have an eye for things. It's like, can they learn this faster and get work done even faster? You know, because, yeah, because the quality, it's weird because I still believe in this concept of, hey, if I don't have any experience in graphic design and I make a cool image, if I give the tool of AI to someone who's really, who's really smart or who has a lot of experience in graphic design, they're going to create something and I'm confident something that will be a hundred times better than what I do. So I still think there's a skill component and a, a vision, uh, like a vision aspect to be able to see what's in the future. Like my friend Ace, he's a videographer and he loves AI. He uses AI all the time for his um, crafts and his videos and things like that. But he has the eye to know what's good and when, what things need to be fixed because a lot of AI needs, still needs like props. It still needs some pushing. So when I see that, I'm like, wow, like, I can create such a, a cool visual, but when I give the same project to my friend Ace and he could sit there and generate something that I didn't even think about in the first place. So I think we're not quite there where the AI will think for us completely. And that's where I still think a human component is necessary because you still need someone to kind of guide it. And then Absolutely. when it does eventually get to the point where it doesn't really need to think, think for you, right? There will still be, I think, a separation between skills because it's like I said, it's about who can use it the best and utilize this. It's not really going to take over anything right now because we still need people to kind of work with it. And in the future, the people that work with it the best are going to be the ones who separate themselves from everyone else. Absolutely. I hear you. So like in a sense, especially for graphic design, it's like how I like how you describe it as a tool because it's like an artist giving them a paintbrush and then, OK, advancing. Now we've got a computer where you can do everything. You don't need paper and pencil or, or uh, physical tools. And then uh, now we've gone on to a more advanced tool where you don't need, you have still have creative control over design elements and things like that, but you can essentially accomplish a lot more in a much shorter amount of time, but the human expertise is still behind it. Exactly. How far do you think we will go or how far do you think we should go? Like, what if we get to a stage where you can input maybe even like a single word and then a hundred different concepts populate and it can create maybe like an entire album for you in in your voice because i have, have you seen the uh ai voice things that people have created like i think i've heard like people make up drake songs 
and then it actually sounds like him rapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. I'm going to make a bold prediction on this podcast, okay? Do it, do so, it. So in two to three years, we can go back to this episode. We'll have another chat. And we'll talk about it. <laughs> so in two to three years, right? Let's say like I'm New King, and then we got guys like Drake and all these artists, and let's say we're all blowing up or we're all like at the top of our sphere. Yeah. AI will not only be able to generate our songs and the instrumentals that we rap on, not only will it be able to mimic that perfectly, but the average consumer will not be able to tell the difference. hundred percent. That's me or them. Right. So, yeah. And so I 100% believe that instrumentals, mixing and mastering, all of these things are going to be replaced by AI and it's going to be pretty much flawless, right? It might even be me better than me being me, you know, because yeah. AI can AI can copy the nuances and the little things. Like if, if when I sing this certain note, if I have like kind of this scratchy tone in my voice, yeah. it'll be able to emulate that, right? Yeah. So that's okay. Because as I was saying earlier, it's going to get to a point where brands and names and faces are going to be the future, right? So even if something can emulate Drake, Drake can still make a lot of money off of those emulations. It still is an IP. Yeah, it's Drake, right? So you're still creating that influence, right? Drake is Drake. Drake will always be Drake. Um, So when you think about that, the key right now is how fast can we use AI and establish our names and our brands? For me personally, if AI can create my music for me and it sounds great and I can just drop it like that, that's fine. That's cool, right? Because it's using the data of what I've already created before. Yeah. But what it cannot emulate is my presence. Like it can create a video image of me, but for me to go out and have a live performance or meet people, that's something AI cannot emulate, like my presence, my brand, right? If they know that I am New King or that Drake is Drake, that presence, that brand that they've already established and created will outlast AI because the AI can then help and assist. but where I think the issue is going to be is if you don't get to that upper echelons, uh, the problem is anyone who's kind of in that middle who's still trying to establish themselves, trying to get, you know, trying to become an artist, yeah. that's where it's going to be tough because that's where it's going to be like all out more. But it's if you because, can, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say the people with the resources can be, or they can create products like that and they've got so many resources and they can almost technically be anywhere or everywhere. Exactly. It's all about brands and presence and having a core fan base that you can generate money off of. Yeah. Things like social media numbers, all of those things, it's not going to be irrelevant, right? But it's going to get to a point where those numbers better mean something. You better be able to have a thousand fans that you can generate money from that's going to care about you so much that they still want to see you in person or they want to have some kind of interaction with you because the whole world if the whole world can generate these little AIs and create these songs and it sounds perfect, we got we to gotta get to that next level where our names are strong enough to outlast, you know, the art. For sure. Here's what that makes me think of. And actually, it's kind of a bunch of thoughts that are coming to my head in regards to that. So, like, you know how they did uh, the Pac hologram and the, I think it was Michael Jackson they did a hologram for, like, a bunch of different famous people who are now deceased? Mm-hmm. Maybe in the future, and this is also going to be a big, bold claim, or maybe it's just a, an assumption for the future, um, you can get the hologram and the virtual show, but then you pay a premium for the actual, like, 
flesh and bone performance. I don't even, that's a pretty morbid way to describe it, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I can totally, I can see that. And I think actually even shows are going to get to the point where you can just, it's going to be all in AR, augmented reality. Absolutely. Entering concerts and they don't even need to actually see you in real life, right? But it might become that thing where live performances and concerts are going to become, you know, it's going to be, I don't know, they're going to call it like vintage or they're going to call it something like a throwback. I don't know. We're in a weird age where I hear you. Yeah, we're in a weird age, bro, because... These things, I was shooting with my friend Ace uh, a couple weeks ago, and when we were shooting the video, I laughed, and I was like, hey, man, one day when we have kids, they're going to look at us and be like, wow, they are so old, you used to actually go out and shoot videos? Or actually <laughs> To watch on a screen? What? Taking a quick break, we're going to listen to a track by New King. This one is titled The Backwood. Enjoy. Wanna do with it? I'm on the mic, act fool with it, proving to be one of the best in the booth. And I'm dreaming it's loose and not losing. I'm boosted. I do it. My crew is amazing. Came in a place where it's hard to be great. And I'm chasing my dreams, hoping not to be late. I'm on pace to wait this king. Real talk, you know I got a couple homies. They gon' ride. Got some brothers rolling with me. They ain't afraid to die. If they wanna test me, we gon' solve it. Let it slide. Now rolling with my team, yeah I'm with my slime. Yeah you know we shooting high, gang. Don't play with my time. Now I'm chasing home. My dreams can find me in the sky. Got this money on my mind. Back, I'm one of a kind. Free, not even in my prime. Real talk, you know I got a couple homies, they gon' ride. Got some brothers rollin' with me, they ain't afraid to die. If they wanna test me, we gon' solve it, let it slide. Now rollin' with my team, yeah, I'm with my slime. Yeah, you know we shootin' high, gang, don't play with my time. Now I'm chasing home, my dreams can find me in the sky. Got this money on my mind, back, I'm one of a kind king. Living life so free, not even in my prime.
Then they're so old. You used to actually go out and shoot videos. Or, used to actually... right? <laughs> to watch on a screen. What? Yeah, you guys would have to create and edit it yourselves. You guys were so old. And I thought about that, and I was like, "Wow, we are going into an era, just unprecedented territory." I'm That's sitting so there and I was laughing. I was like, and I, we looked at each other, and I was like, "Hey, man, we're gonna get our brands up fast, ASAP." Word, I feel you. It's I like the way that you just phrased that as well because that makes me think of how I, I've been seeing this in the comments, and people online are still as brutal as they've ever been. But, uh, you know, with TikTok and stuff like that, or even you did the uh, That's Dax, um, what was it, the Open Verse uh, yeah. challenge? Yeah, yeah. so I, I noticed, and this is something that I, I really respect from you and your brand, is that you you did the challenge, but you, like, stepped it up, like, did it more or, or a lot more unique and higher quality than I'd seen literally anybody else do because you created, like, not only the the lyrics for it and the verse, but you turned it into, like, a a movie again i know i say that a lot with you but uh yeah you stepped it up a lot and what i'm hearing or seeing a lot in the comments for other people who just do it kind of like everybody else does and this goes for the the dances that everyone's repeating and stuff like that but a lot of people are getting called npcs nowadays or i don't know i've seen that comment being thrown around you hear that yeah i've heard that a lot i think it's um I mean, to go off the the brand thing, we spent so much time this last year creating a brand and learning from things. It's just about sticking to that, right? Being loyal and true to the brand. If we believe that quality and our visual needs to be a little bit different on how we do things, we have to put that extra effort because that's what people are going to recognize. Right? So it's, if there's something about emulating, I do believe that copying what's popular is the shortcut to success because you emulate and you see what other people that are successful in your niche do and then you copy them. Yeah. But what happens is, if everyone's something is only is something is only unique if people don't do it, and then once they start doing it, that then it's no longer unique. So that then they copy, right? There might be a point where my videos become my niche, and I'm very um, specific with my brand. But other people might see and be like, "Oh, new king successful. Let me now copy him." So it's up to me as a creator to figure out what the next thing is. And with AI, we're always we're we're just trying to be ahead of the curve, right? We just the advantage, the only advantage that I have with my brand is that I know my brand best. So if I feel that people are copying or emulating my brand, if people recognize me enough, they're like, oh, that's like New King's thing. Yeah. And then if that becomes outdated, it is then up to me because I know my brand so well to be on the next level, right? I think that's the only difference between really successful artists and the ones who never make it, right? I feel like unsuccessful artists try and catch the wave, but the next level innovative artists create the wave or they catch it early enough and get on it before other people do. It's actually just the game of who can catch the next, who can catch more attention. Because nowadays, attention equals money. And the more Absolutely. attention you can create, exactly. It, it, you know it's it's uh, related to almost every under, other industry as well, right? Because like, let's take it to like athletes and sports and stuff, because I know you've got a history with that as well. But I had an argument with my brother uh, a few months ago about uh, the term greatest of all time or GOAT is that... I don't, I don't think anyone can actually in sports be the greatest of all time because there's going to be somebody who emulates you and maybe takes it a little bit further than you and then oversteps you or accomplishes a little bit more. But is there like a peak in human performance where you can actually be the greatest and just be stapled in time as like the greatest of all time? I don't, I don't think that's possible. You know, people and human beings, we love... We love being right, or we love arguing for things, right? We never yeah. want to, we, we never, I've never met a human being 
who is just content with everything being the way it is. They always have yeah. something to say. Yeah. Yes, and there is controversy. As, yeah, as long as there is some kind of debate to be had, there will never be an undisputed greatest of all time. I think the greatest example with that right now is LeBron James and Michael Jordan. That's so talking about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Dude, I always hear that debate. I'm always seeing ESPN analysts like, oh, no, LeBron is clearly the goal. But then you have those fanboys of Michael Jordan who have old Michael Jordan will never be, will never be passed up. And for me, yeah. it's kind of like, if I look at things subjectively, and I look at numbers, and I look at like, like credentials and, and the kind of like the lineage of the individuals, if that's how we're comparing it, okay, then you can say that one person, like maybe that LeBron is better because he's about to get like all, all prime points record. You know, he, yeah. he has an extensive history, right? Um, but others might say the Michael Jordan because maybe his legacy changed the game a little bit more. I don't know. I think it's always subjective, right? I think being the greatest of all time. Yeah, it's an, it's an impossible debate. It's fun, but it keeps people on their toes, right? I learned that controversy and division is the greatest way to market yourself. Okay, there you go. So it's, I guess it not only keeps their brand and the conversation alive, but it just, uh, it's entertaining and it's fun, right? Like having those debates and, and those uh, challenges to even like tickle your brain and think of why this might be true or might not be true. Because... I bet you and I can both agree that they were the greatest of their time. I'm not saying that it isn't still their time and we're not like just coming out of that time as well, but they definitely set the bar for certain uh, certain elements of their craft. Dude, 100%. Think about this, bro. All these people, millions of people are talking about LeBron and Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan doesn't necessarily care. You know, LeBron doesn't really care. No. LeBron is going to go out there, keep playing. Michael Jordan is going to keep making his money. And every time someone else indirectly talks about Michael Jordan, talk about these people and it's spreading awareness. It's the ultimate promotion ever. Michael Jordan will still have a net worth of like, I think it was like $1.7 billion and only continue to go higher. He hasn't played since 2003. So if you think about that, the fact that his name can't be, it can't be not talked about in sports. But she's just sitting back at home right now, you know, and you'll end up his labor, making lots of money. LeBron's brand is only getting bigger and bigger. These guys are literally sitting back while the world is talking about them at all times. And at the end of the day, they're all Hall of Famers. They all change the game. And I don't really see what more you could ask for. Absolutely. Do you think that uh, part of what they need to do now or are doing now is just avoiding getting canceled or something along that lines? You know, canceling is such an interesting culture, right? Because I've seen people get canceled and they come back a couple months later. Absolutely. At my, I was listening to some, I forgot what it was, but they were telling me that it was saying that war and the social media presence is calculated now, right? So getting canceled and things like that is almost, if you do it correctly, if you time it, if you time it and do it correctly, it's actually a way to escalate you to the next level. Oh, my God, you're so right. Yeah. This is what I mean, man. Like things like AI and all of these little like nuances that people go through are all calculated. The smartest and the best people understand how to take advantage of the situ- of situations and different cultures and escalate themselves further, right? So I, if I, if for me, for example, if I had something that tomorrow that was very controversial, it's like what I said earlier, people love controversy. They love the vision. They love having opinions. Yeah. So if I said something super controversial, what happened is I would divide a lot of people. Let's yeah. say they canceled, they quote unquote canceled me for saying something. 
But on the opposite end of the spectrum, there'll always be people who want to debate and fight for me because they're going to believe what I believe. Yeah, yeah. So now I will have more eyes on me than ever before. And they might say that I'm canceled, but I just got more attention than anyone could have ever asked for. Now all eyes are on me because people who don't like me aren't interested in seeing what I'm going to say. People who love me will now support me and fight me for the end, fight for me to the end. So I target those people. Those are the people, those are my fans. And those are the people that are now looking. They see my content. They want to, they resonate with it. They want to be a part of like, they want to be, they want to fight for something, right? So I give them something to fight for. Now, half the world might say I'm canceled, but the other half might be, I guess, is the greatest human being to ever walk the earth. Yeah. And so it just goes back down to, exactly, man. It just goes back down to attention. You can get the attention. Whoever has attention is going to be able to have influence. And if you have influence and you can make money, you can do whatever. And that's just the way the world works. That's so unfortunately, unfortunately, absolutely. That makes me think of, this was, uh, I heard this a long time ago, but uh, a recession is a natural part or a natural occurrence in the economy. And I know that's like a pretty big statement and kind of like a left turn here, but uh, that's what that makes me think about is that while a lot of people, right. And that's like, it's very similar to what we're just talking about, but uh, for that to be real, but what you said before about the smartest people or the people who understand that they're able to kind of like utilize that or at least stay afloat in the best way possible during those occurrences. 100%, man. I have this philosophy where I believe that the most influential, the smartest, the most successful people in this world, right? They know something that the average human doesn't. So I'm always trying to acquire knowledge. I'm trying to learn that next nugget. I'm trying to learn that next bit of information because I refuse to believe that the position I'm in right now, like I refuse to believe that I know everything. And that's that common notion of, hey, you don't always know everything, learn from people, become a better version of yourself, blah, 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 blah. But I have this obsession now. I think I, it's just this obsession. Every day I think about it, I'm like, man, those people, there are people out there yeah. that make millions and millions of dollars every year, every month. There are so many, there are people on a level of wealth that I can't even fathom. So I think about it and I was like, man, at some point in their life, they figured something out or they figured out a way around the system that makes sense. And I always joke with my friends. I'm like, dude, I just want to get rich enough to the point where I need to figure out how to evade tax. It's a total joke. What is true? To evade taxes. Oh, that, yo, that, yeah. I had to keep the most of your money. <laughs> dude, dude, if I have so much money to the point where I can spend my energy and time creating companies in, in countries just so I can pay less taxes, that's how I know I'm on a different level. That's how I know I made it, you know? Yeah, because that's, that's a tier that most people never even cross paths with. Yeah, and then I'm like, man, what are in the doors of those people? Like, what do those people know? I went into a room right now full of billionaires and top influential people, and they were all just smart people, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking like, man, what are the things I could learn? Like, what kind of energy is that? I'm so curious, you know, because I know there are levels up there, right? There's just like there are levels of fame, and there's so many things that we don't know. And I'm like, man... If they did it, right, they're just flesh and blood just like me. Yeah. So if I get to that level, it's like, man, what are the t- what's going to take to get there? How do I get there? What are the things I need to learn? And what's the fastest way for me to go from A to B without wasting my whole life trying to make, I don't know, $100,000 a year and say, hey, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. And then even I think that goes further to say, because that tier, it's like, it's like being in a completely different room. So it, in the room in the space that we are in now, 
what uh, qualities, habits, what uh, things we think about aren't even relevant in that next tier of operation. You know what I mean? So we don't bring the the stuff that uh, isn't relevant to that level of operation into that. But when we accomplish that level, we're not bringing that that garbage w- along with us. Mm-hmm. So one hundred percent. That every day I learn that there are habits, things that even I do every day that are far from optimal, or they just don't make sense, right? Beliefs sure. and things that I thought were true my whole life. I feel like every other day something is getting debunked. And I have to be open to it, right? I think Absolutely. the problem is most people aren't open to change and they're not open to having their mindset change that it limits them. Whereas I'm so open to change. If someone, I don't know, if someone told me tomorrow that the world was not, was flat or something, you know, that like, <laughs> day someone told yeah, me that yeah. the world was flat, but that they're, they're really smart and they have some kind of, I would sit there and listen, right? I would still entertain it because for me, it's like, I'm at this point where nothing can if everything has a reason or if these people have a thought pattern, there's something I can learn from. Even though I may not believe it's true and there's something I can extract from everyone, and the day I stop believing that I can extract some kind of information or learn something from someone, the day I believe I can't, there's nothing for me to learn is the day I, you know. Boom, yeah. I might, I might as well die. You know, I might as well be dead at that point because I'm not where I want to be. I'm not even close. So clearly that means there's a big gap here of things that I still need to do. So yeah. Man, and I guess that's, uh, I- I'm trying to think of a more gentle way to say it, but if you were to become that person who doesn't think there's more they can learn or things that you can extrapolate from other people, that would be like being the NPC that I referred to earlier. NPC, bro, 100%. You do not want to be Program. NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that an insult though? Is that like, is that not something that we should say? I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure it out because a lot of people are very content, uh, eat, sleep, work, repeat, uh, don't, don't change my mind. I'm stuck in my ways. Um, I'm, I'm going to die eventually. What does all matter? I'm going to say another very interesting and controversial thing on this podcast. <laughs> That's the theme, bro. Okay. So it is perfectly fine in this world. If you just want to be like everyone else and you have no purpose Background. in life. Yeah. If you have no purpose in life, it's totally fine to live this life just trying to figure out the next fun thing to do. You do not need to have purpose. You do not need to have anything. You don't have to have this end goal. You don't have to have the desire, this desire to be better than who you are. You don't have to dream it's per- big. Uh, it's perfectly fine to do whatever you want. Shoot, if you like living in a cardboard box, all power to you. Oh, man. Or if you could see, if you're currently living in a cardboard box and can see that for the next 60 years, whatever. Sure. Exactly. Like, think about it, man. This culture, everyone just talks about the grind and how do you have to be something more. And it's all of these motivational people trying to, it's trying to make a sale, to be honest. Everyone's just trying to make the sale. Yeah. So if you think about all of these motivational videos, like you have to want to be successful. Yeah, some people don't want to be successful. They don't care. That's totally fine. If you want to live this life aimlessly and do whatever you want, more power to you. Absolutely. I learned something. Someone changed the way I view life. I used to be so obsessed with my legacy when I died at that one point. I realized I was so obsessed with legacy that I was living my life caring too much about what other people think. And there's that notion of like, oh, I don't care what people, other people think. But then I'm contradicting myself if the next thing I tell you is I want to be so big that when I die, I have a legacy that people remember. I'm indirectly still living for other people. And then what I realized is that, mm-hmm. hey, the day I die, there might be some people that come to my funeral, but after a certain amount of time, people will forget who I am or they won't remember what I did. It could be, I think there was a story about 
about some guy in Egypt is like 5,000 years after his death and some tourists or something found this tomb. And it was like this person who owned everything in the known world. And the thing is, no one knew who the heck that was. They, but apparently he was very rich because his tombstone said that. But we have no idea who this person is. At the time, it must have been very powerful. And just, Yo. Yeah, but no one cared at the end of the day, right? You, you forgot who that person is. And as, as sad as that sounds, the truth is that there will be enough time that passes one day and no one will care or understand who you are. And I believe the people that have the longest lasting legacies never cared about lasting, like creating a lasting legacy. Guys like Michael Jordan will always be known in sports, but you have to think about what he wanted. He didn't care about being the greatest. He cared about winning. And what that and that became a byproduct in him being known. Things like Michael Jackson, all these musicians and stuff. I guarantee you the day they started making music, they were like, everyone's gonna remember me. They just like yeah, making yeah. music. That's so, even beyond the end game thinking that way. Exactly. Being remembered, being your number one goal, I think it I think it stems from a, a root of insecurity, I'll be honest with you. And I'm saying that from yeah, I'm saying that from personal experience too, right? It it stems from some kind of insecurity. If I am totally happy and I do whatever the heck I want, like for me, I just want to do epic shit. When I die, I just want to do cool <laughs> shit. And people can remember me. They don't have to remember me. doesn't matter. As long as I know in my life that I did some cool shit, it's all that matters. And if people remember me because I did something that was influential enough to affect the masses, great. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they think because those people probably won't be at my funeral. And even if they are six months after I die, they probably won't care. But if I do something that's very, yeah, and so I do something that's great, sick. But I want to do cool shit. And I want to be remembered. And I want to know before I die. I want to be at the table of all of these people that have millions and millions of dollars. I want to see what it's like. I don't know what I'll do when I get there. But let me tell you, I want to get there. And then if I do, it's cool. Um, shake people's hands. You know, I'll go still eat a cheeseburger. Like, things will be whatever. Yeah. But I, that's what I want to do, right? So Boy. if you don't want to do anything with your life, that's great. If you want to do something with your life, great. Make sure your actions in your life follow what you say you want to do. That's all that matters. Bro, we're reaching the end of our session here. Is there anything that you want to say on the sign-off? Um, on the sign-off, I think what I just said earlier is probably the best thing. <clears throat> you do whatever you want with your life, you know, and it's totally fine. Don't let other people tell you what is and what isn't wrong. Just do what you want to do. And if you're happy with it, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Live your life, be happy. Well, Absolutely. Live your best life. All right. New King. James, thank you so much, bro. I always appreciate the conversations with you. Always learn so much. Oh, yes. I appreciate you having me as always, bro. All right, dude. You take care. Have a great day. You too. Peace out. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast featuring New King. If you enjoyed this content and want to discover more Canadian underground hip hop artists, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com. We're going to leave you with one more track by New King. This one is titled No Luck. Yeah.
so many friends, it's only been one year I remember days of talking to my ear They were looking down, I'ma can't believe that I'm here I'm a young don, let me make that clear Just a young shy kid, that is not what it appears Making movies, they like hooey I just pulled up in a two-seat Cause they used to tell me no, I acted like the groupies Came a long way, what can I say from the broad day Where they shooting off things and the bullets ain't got names I got word that my bro, he not coming back If it's hell, you didn't know that I can hustle that Used to be up on the block, you talk so I can fade the black I don't hear you anymore like a faded track You one of the greats, I'ma make it back Hard times wasn't new to us So many fakes, don't know who to trust And I'm scared of those who ain't doing much And I never fold, you never prove your love Hard times wasn't new to us And there's so many fakes, I don't know who to trust I'm so scared of those, ain't trying to do too much and But we never fold, you never prove your love Make a name and I had no luck Coming in the game, so they had enough Trying to make a lane, that'll show me love Now I got the way, always been the plug People that don't know my pain, I will not say much City of the rain, no, it's not a bluff I'm the one they claim, they say I'm a clutch No, I'm never running late, gotta keep it tough You know I was taking name and I had no luck Coming in the game, so they had enough Trying to make a lane, that'll show me love No, I got the way, always been the plug People they don't know my pain, I will not say much City of the rain, no, it's not a bluff I'm the one they claim, they say I'm a clutch No, I'm never running late, gotta keep it tough I was young, mama asked me why I won't let life here pass me by Came up in the trenches Where we hold a gun, aiming straight for your necklace Counting up your blessings I got people out, you wanna kill me Plus I got this girl, yeah, she got me in my feelings Party always froze, getting chilly All these hoes filthy I just want somebody here that love without a ceiling What it feel like? This is real life Anybody running with me, I'ma let you decide Yeah, be right, not a sneak type All I do is when I never got some black and felines Getting tough, will you pray for me? I just wonder where you stay or leave Every single night, talking senses I don't wanna die if I did the least Hard times wasn't new to us So many fakes, don't know who to trust And I'm scared of those who ain't doing much And I never fold, you never prove your love Hard times wasn't new to us And there's so many fakes, I don't know who to trust I'm so scared of those, ain't tryna do too much and But we never fold, you never prove your love Take a name and I had no love Coming in the game, said I had enough Tryna make a lane, that'll show me love No, I got the way, always been the plug People, they don't know my pain, I will not say much City of the rain, no, it's not a bluff I'm the one they claim, they say I'm a clutch No, I'm never running late, gotta keep it tough You know I was taking name and I had no luck Coming in the game, said I had enough Tryna make a lane, that'll show me love No, I got the way, always been the plug People, they don't know my pain, I will not say much City of the rain, no, it's not a bluff I'm the one they claim, they say I'm a clutch No, I'm never running late, gotta keep it tough